0: Okay, so I hope everybody's doing well right now. I have caught a little bit of a head cold this weekend, so I don't have access to all of my normal equipment that I usually use to make episodes, so I'm using my phone this weekend. This is similar, I guess, to, like, I think it was episode 19. Um, And I don't think the quality was that bad, so... I'm going to use my phone again. Just bear in mind that the quality today is not going to be as amazing. I'm not going to have the fancy transitions, but yeah. Welcome back to the Sunday Shakeout. I'm your host, Nicholas, and I thought that since I'm sick today, it would be good if I made an episode about tips for training while you're sick. You know, like give you, giving you guys some advice on just how to make logical decisions based on your symptoms. Um, you know, how to know if you should train or not train. Some things that you should really look out for in your training. Uh, or not in your training, but in your health. Some things to really dial in while you're sick. And then maybe some tips for if you do decide to continue training while you're sick. You know, maybe like what should you do? But also... If you decide that you shouldn't train while you're sick, then, you know, what you shouldn't be, what you should do if you aren't training. So, uh, let's just get right into this and not waste too much time. So, this weekend right now is the first weekend of my winter break. I'm a freshman in high school, and uh, I just finished finals on Friday. (coughs) Sorry. And so... I was pretty hyped for this winter break. You know, I think December, there's always been... I've always said that there's two... There's the two best school days of the year is... The, the final the, the final day before winter break and then the last day of school. Um, also the first day of school. But I think that, you know, the final day before winter break is always great. Because Christmas, they say it's the most wonderful time of the year. I truly believe that, you know, I'm hyped because... I don't have to focus on school or preparing for tests or doing homework. I can just focus on my family and then, you know, really dialing in my running and the podcast, obviously. And so I thought, you know, what not, what would be a better thing to do than, you know, eat out with my mom on Friday night. So my mom and I went to the Nordstrom Cafe. It was delicious. A great way to start the break, but Then just yesterday, the first day of break, I was looking forward to waking up and going for a nice long run with my teammates, but I woke up and I got a sore throat. I woke up early at like 6am for no reason at all. I kind of just woke up, but I woke up and I swallowed and yeah, I knew it pretty much immediately. I just was like, ah, I'm sick. You know, great way to start your break, right? I mean... A lot of mornings, I get this thing called morning throat, at least that's what I call it. I, and you may or may not get this, you know, you may or may not know what I'm talking about here. But essentially, I have a tendency to like breathe through my mouth almost while I'm sleeping. Um, I'm kind of a mouth breather a little bit. And so, you know, a lot of times I breathe through my mouth while I'm sleeping and then I wake up with a dry throat that happens a lot at least once per week and it usually goes away after eating like breakfast but you know when you have like a viral sore throat it just feels different like I can just feel that my throat is swollen it feels like there's something in there for real um and so when I swallowed I I just knew I was sick but you may be able to tell my, my by my voice that's a little bit raspy today um and we'll talk about that like what it means, like, the different types of sicknesses, like, not as far as, like, COVID versus, like, the cold, but, like, where the symptoms are and how that determines training in a bit, but, um, after I swallowed, I looked down at my Garmin to check the heart rate, and, yeah, I was, like, 67, and I was lying down in bed, which is pretty high, because my resting heart rate is normally, like, 55 to 57 when I wake up, so, yeah, I mean, it was pretty high, and at that moment, I was, I was sick, I knew it, but, not the greatest way to start your break, getting a head cold. And so I ate some breakfast, um, some peanut butter, and toast, and some yogurt. And yeah, it just didn't feel right. I knew I was sick. I just went and laid down in bed. And I really, after I laid down, I did, just didn't really want to get back up. So, you know, my training lately has been going relatively well. I think I've been documenting this a lot on this podcast lately. Uh, I've had no injuries at all the fitness is getting to a pretty good place slowly. I think that um, I'm probably four, maybe five weeks away of from being kind of close to where I was back in like May. Uh, maybe not like the entire fitness curve, but at least my base fitness is going to be pretty close to where it was back in like May. So end of track season. Maybe not specific fitness, but base fitness for sure. So training has been going pretty well, the mileage is being built at an incremental rate, but, and then it's just, like, this thing pops up, and it's, like, gosh, really, like, come on, like, why does this have to happen, training's going smoothly, it always seems, like, whenever something's going smoothly, like, you know, whenever the training is going smoothly, like, you're always, like, right on the edge of something going wrong, like, that always happens with me, like, I'm, busting out, like, a nice workout early in the week, like, feeling like I'm finally getting back to true form, and then, yeah, I get sick, and, yeah, that's typical for me, um, not the most fortunate thing, but, um, so, when I woke up on Saturday, I had a long run scheduled with my team at Lower Woodlands, uh, a Park at 9 a.m., and so, I had told one of my teammates that I was gonna be there, um, <clears throat> sorry, but I had to cancel it, um, And, you know, what I think was going on, why I got sick, was that there was something probably going around at my school. Um, I'm on student government on my school, and so one of my fellow representatives um, was gone like this past Wednesday or something. Um, And then one of my close friends got sick and missed a Monday. One of my other friends got sick and missed like Friday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then he came back Thursday. Um, So... I think that there was clearly something going around and uh, I got it, obviously. <laughs> and, you know, at a place like school, illness is almost guaranteed to get you at least once in the school year. Um, you know, when we went away for COVID, it's like you nobody got sick at all. Uh, like because obviously, like you're we're all isolated during COVID. So, you know, it's a huge change because I remember when we went got back to school, I was getting sick, like, literally every other week. It was crazy, especially once we took the masks off. Like, that was a big, big change. Um, and, you know, school's big just because people are touching each everything. And, you know, there are lots of people breathing on each other, you know, in the classroom. And so, you know, I'm not trying to be a germaphobe or anything like that. I'm just saying that, you know, you got to have some... Sometimes you got to go to school when you're sick, especially during finals week. Especially in high school as well. Like they say, if you're sick, if you're sick, stay home. But in reality, it's really hard to do that. Um, if you're sick and you miss school, it's really hard to make up the work. Um, you try hard to work during the school day, but you can't really make up for the whole thing. It's just you, you can't. So sometimes I go to school even though I'm sick. Hopefully, none of my fellow classmates are listening to that but it's the truth and um you know when you do have a choice you know like especially during finals week I I had to go to school but when you do have a choice you know where you can do something or you don't have to do something you really have to try to isolate yourself from the people around you when you were sick you know especially like in a big group setting you know, my dad always tells me when I'm sick to stay out of the kitchen and wear a mask when you aren't in your room. And again, like, you know, he's not a germaphobe. He is stressing the importance of personal responsibility, and that's a big thing. When you are unwell, you are not helping other people by going out and training with your team. It's that simple. You are only going to make other people sick. And does that help the team? Of course it doesn't. So because of that, I didn't go to practice yesterday Uh, just to be responsible, you know really try to isolate myself from anyone else but my parents, I'm not a goody two-shoes. I'm just trying to do its best, and I think that that's really, really important. You have to make sure that the others around you are doing well because likely you got the virus because someone spread it to you, so you are not helping like stop the spread by going out and continuing to live your life. It's that simple, so just keep that in mind. You know, there's really a lot of decisions that have to go into, you know, being sick. And not just on the standpoint of, should I stay home? Should I go out? Should I use the kitchen if I'm living with other people? But also, sickness and training. And that's basically what we're here to talk about. Sorry that it took 10 minutes to get to that. But that's what we're really trying to get to down to today. Like, should you run while you're sick? And like, what does that entail? You know, that's obviously the biggest question. And I think that the answer to that question is not very straightforward because there is no cookie cutter, you know, universal answer, whatever you want to call it. There's no big answer that will always be right to that question. You have to look at a whole bunch of different factors and really be logical about making your decision. Like being sick is one of those things where it requires a lot of brain, like, I don't I don't want to say brain power, that's not the right word, but you have to be logical in what you do. You can't just do things normally, like that's not how it works. You can't treat sickness like it's not there. And so I think one of the general rules of thumb, even though that there is no one cookie-cutter universal answer, I think that a general rule is that when you are sick, if the sickness is above the neck, like let's say you have a sore throat, a runny nose... You can run as long as it is like an easy intensity. But if the sickness is below the neck, say you have, you know, if you're feeling chesty, if you're vomiting, if you have a lot of fatigue, then yeah, you should probably rest. Now, obviously, this is just a rule of thumb. Like if my throat is on fire, do you think I'm going to be running? Probably not. Um, But if I have a mild to moderate sore throat or if my nose is just dripping a little bit, then I might run, so I think that, you know, that rule of thumb can be a big factor in determining if you run or not, but once again, every sickness is different, and every person is different, so that might not work, you know, like, we've talked about, like, you know, err on the side of caution a lot in training, you know, where you don't want to be pushing in a workout when you know you shouldn't, and the same thing goes for sickness, like, err on the side of caution, generally, because you want your body to recover, because there is much more to the equation than just this rule of thumb. So don't use that only. Just don't, don't use that uh, just solely, like, alone. Um, because I think another big thing that can really help you is just analyzing your health. Like, how are you feeling on a scale of 1 to 10? And obviously, like, 1 to 10, like, that scale isn't super perfect because my 1 may be your 3 and my 7 maybe be your 10. You know, like, it's not perfect. But you can really analyze your health, and not just one, 1 to ten, but also like use the data that you get from your devices. Like if you might have a, like a whoop band, sorry that sounds very southern. Like whoop, I don't know. I I think it's just whoop. It might be whoop, but a whoop band. You know, there's this thing called the Aura Ring that you can put around your finger. Um, but you can also just use your Garmin, you know, or whatever, whatever. Like it doesn't have to be that complicated you can just choose a few things to look at. I think the first and most important thing you can look at is resting heart rate. Probably the best and most straightforward metric. You know, and the simple thing is, if your resting heart rate is higher than normal, then chances are, if you're feeling symptoms and that's the case, you're probably sick. You can also look at things like heart rate variability, respiration rate, like if your breathing rate is higher than normal, and even just like, you know, take your resting heart rate while you 're laying down, and then you know stand up and see if there 's a big difference, like if your heart rate jumps from like sixty to ninety by just standing up, then yeah, you might be sick, so you you 've likely caught something, so I think that these metrics are very important um, aside from analyzing your health. I think that you know just going to the store getting some vitamin D and zinc that is absolutely critical very very important to load up on vitamin c and zinc it's really gonna help the immune system i'm not a doctor but i just know that vitamin c and zinc can be really really powerful you know dose on it like throughout the day i know that i get some like noon like electrolyte like the new immunity tablets i have some on my nightstand right over there but you can just take a tablet put it in your water vitamin c right in a cup it's really really good um And so, yeah, I think supplements can be really big. And I'd say my biggest tip today is to just be careful in the initial days of illness. The first 24 to 48 hours of noticing symptoms, you really have to be cautious because if you decide to rest or at least take an easier day in your training, you know, you may only be sick for three to four days. But if you just decide to just completely disregard the sickness and push through You may have lingering congestion, you may have, you may feel chesty for weeks on end. Of course, it really does depend, like I've been saying, but if you can give your body a break, really give it the opportunity to rest for the first, you know, one to two days, give it good nutrition, hydration, sleep, it'll be much better off than if you completely just decide to, like, push through. And so I think that's a good segue into my next point. I think that, you know, I'm going to talk about like nutrition and hydration, all that. I think that nutrition is absolutely critical when you're sick. You know, you really need to be eating healthy. But most importantly, you just need to be eating enough food when you're sick. A lot of people who are sick and they're runners, they're like, well, if I ain't eating, I ain't work. Sorry, if I ain't running, I ain't eating. But I think that that is not at all the right way to go about being sick because while you are sick your body needs the food it needs the nutrition and the calories to recover and really get well again because how are you going to get well if you don't fuel your body and nourish it if you're in a calorie deficit and you're sick you're taxing your body even more so really try and get enough food and get healthy food. You know, I'm not saying go to Tim Hortons and get a dozen Boston creams. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I am saying is that you need to be eating, um, just eating in general. Like healthy foods, of course, but if you're in the middle of training and you gain one to two pounds from illness, that is completely okay. Because if, just think about it, if you had to choose between gaining one to two pounds and then being able to shed it off over the course of a few weeks or months, yet you would get an extra five days of training, maybe even more. Or you can choose to not gain any weight, but get five less days of training and possibly lose more fitness. You know, what would you choose? Would you choose between the training or the weight or less weight? I would guess you'd probably choose the training. So just look at it like that. And that's what I mean by like making logical decisions while you're sick. You know, you really have to just throw your emotions away. It's all about trying to put your brain into play. Tune out that chimp in your brain that is telling you that you're going to get fat if you eat in like a 100 or 200 calorie surplus while you're sick. Tune out that little monkey in your brain. Really start to look forward into the future, the consequences. You know, that could be good or bad consequences. Like if I ate the food, then yeah, maybe I gain like one to two pounds, but I would get back to training sooner and then I would not lose as much fitness. So just keep that in mind. Also look to dial in your hydration. I think that hydration is really key. Getting in enough water is really going to help your body's detoxification process during illness. Um, like I said earlier with my noon tablets, consider putting some electrolytes and hydration tablets, you know, noon works, maybe elements or something like, I don't know. (sighs) I don't know. What's the, what's another one? Like Gatorade zero, I guess, or liquid IV. That's a good one. Just try to get some like electrolytes in your water. Of course, sleep and rest are really going to help you too. You know, if you wake up with a sore throat maybe you should, you know, maybe take a nap or try to at least rest and lay down in bed, get under the blankets, you know, get a cup of coffee or tea, take a hot shower. But, you know, and those are all great things that you can do while you're sick. But let's say that you do decide to run, all right? You know, without the use of medication or anything that is going to suppress your symptoms, you decide to Make a logical decision to run, you know, to continue training. I think that the best thing that you can do, if that's your decision, is to take it easy. Don't be going on the track if you have a sore throat or a head cold or whatever it is. Don't go onto the track and be doing, you know, threshold, VO2 max workouts. Don't be going on your local technical trail. Don't be going to Rameau and running 20 mile long runs. Because sickness is a stressor on the body, and so is training. If you are sick and you decide to do a 20-mile long run, that in and of itself, that 20-mile long run, that already takes a lot out of the body. And so your body will not appreciate it if you pound it like that while it's sick. It can't possibly for recover from the long run and get the benefits of it while at the same time recovering from the sickness. So... Don't do strenuous workouts while you're sick. Don't be doing any sessions, doing any long runs. I would even say stray, stray away from like the steady runs because you know that is really not going to help. If you're getting sick in your training, you can't be sacrificing your recovery time. You have to give your body a chance. You have to help your body out. Um, and so if you are sick and you do decide to train, I'd say that you need a minimum of two easy days, depending on your symptoms. Again, this is only if you choose to run. But if you choose to rest, that is totally acceptable to two. But if you do train, two plus easy days is the minimum, in my opinion. And a big tip is to go by heart rate and effort, not pace. Now, and that's a great thing, because if you go by heart rate, you know, we talked about this in prior episodes, with like overtraining and all that stuff. But heart rate is a great physiological barometer, meaning it is very much in tune with your body. And so if you can use heart rate, that is going to be a great way. If your heart rate is pretty high on a day when you're sick, then you should probably tune it down, you know? And that is really key because if you're going solely by pace, you're likely going to push your body too hard. And that's just really not what you want on an easy day. Um, now, if you don't run and you decide to rest, which is totally fine... I think that you should still try to get some movement in during the day. Of course, if you have a fever, you know, if you have the chills, nausea, hot flashes, it's going to be hard to do pretty much anything. But let's say that the symptoms have have subsided a little bit. I think that it's important to really incorporate some very, and I mean very, light home, mobility, rolling, and just light activation work. You know, it's extremely important to maintain a decent amount of muscle activation, strength, and mobility while you are sick. You know, I'm sure you we have all been there. We get sick, and then once we are well again, the first three runs back, we feel like we're injured on every single part of the body. You know, my hamstrings hurt, my hips hurt, my quads hurt, my calves hurt, everything. But in reality, it's likely that you've just lost some mobility, some strength, and also the... I guess your muscle, your ability to properly engage your muscles. I think that that is something that you probably lost during sickness. So, even just doing a short, like five to 10 minute routine, light stretching, rolling of the quads, hamstrings, calves, maybe some simple exercises like sit ups, push ups, hamstring walkouts, glute bridges, but keep it light and that will really help the return back to running. Maybe try to get in a 20 to 30 minute walk, but Overall, movement is key if you are able because if you lay in bed all day, you're not going to get anything done anyway, so it's good to just commit to 10 minutes of some form of movement, and that will facilitate not only recovery, but it will keep the body primed for running, even if you still lose some aerobic fitness and some strength. Now, when you do decide to resume training, assuming you took a little bit of time off, I think that it really does depend on how... Gone long you were gone for sickness, obviously, if you were gone for maybe like one day, you can probably take like two to three easy days and then just kind of get back into training. But I think that no matter what you do if it's more than one day, I think that reducing training volume for at least the first week is really key because you can't expect to go from zero to fifty miles in a blink of an eye. Let's say you had a ten day flu. It's gonna be hard to go from zero to back to like forty in just a couple of like a few weeks. It's 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 not that easy. So, really treat this period of like reintroduction to training, treat it like almost like a reverse taper. You know, you know, like you have your marathon coming up. You know, you're training for the Berlin Marathon, and so you have your two to three, two to three week taper to reduce the mileage and prime yourself a race day. Think of your build back up like a reverse taper, where you're kind of going from kind of like the end of the spectrum, the other end of the spectrum, where you're kind of at race day mileage, but then you build back up to where you were before. Of course, keep it super easy intensity for the first week. Um, Now, I think that when to resume full training is a big question, because I did say reverse taper, but I don't have a fully concrete answer on what day you should get back, because again, it's really about how long you were out for, but I think that a sign that you are at least close to resuming normal training is that when you do go out for a run and you come back and you th- and then you might think to yourself, I kind of wanted to push today. I kind of wanted to go a little faster. And that's basically when you thought that thought when you came home from your run that day, that's basically when you know that you're at least close to resuming harder training. And look, for me, guys... I really didn't skip any of my training. Yesterday, I went out for a seven-miler. It was my long run. And honestly, I felt fine. Like, I didn't feel any really too much sickness. I felt a little bit of sore throat at the beginning. I felt, I probably spat like a hundred times. But overall, you really have to try to also just try to contextualize where you are in your training week. Because Sundays are always my days off for me. So I know that if I go for a seven-miler on Saturday, then I will have a full, complete day of rest on Sunday. So it actually kind of worked out. Doing seven miles and then having a rest day was a good plan for me. But let's say you're in the middle of your training week, right? Like you get sick on a Wednesday and you still have Thursday, Friday, and Saturday to train. It can often be hard to make a decision over whether to run or not, how far, and again, I can't give you a concrete answer, but you have to figure you have to figure out that out through experience, and I think that experience is really key, especially with anything in the sport of running. You know, I've talked about experience quite a bit on this podcast, with um, in terms of like, you know, like with threshold, for example, like if you're running threshold, you can't know what threshold feels like right off the bat if you're completely new to threshold and you just do, you know, one to two miles of threshold, you know, threshold intensity, that's what the coach, the coach assigns threshold. It's going to be hard to quantify that if you've never run at it. But if you've been running threshold stuff for like years and years, like maybe not years and years, but like I've been running threshold for like two years now, I can kind of go out the door and kind of feel threshold pretty easily. Like I can get into a groove within like a couple minutes. So I think that experience is really key. You have to kind of get sick a few times and then know how you can get back into training because, again, everybody's different. You kind of have to personalize everything. Um, but, yeah, that's basically all I got for you today, guys. Um, just really st- just start to take being healthy. Start to not take that for granted. You know, Often if you're like me and you're in the middle of winter training with no races coming up, it can be hard to stay motivated. It can be hard to stay disciplined and go running. When you, But when you have those moments, you know, when the school day ends, when the work day ends, ah, I don't really want to go put my running shoes on. Just remind yourself that there is almost guaranteed a runner in the world right now who wishes that they could train, who wishes that they could healthy, that they were healthy, who wishes that they could train a lot. But instead, they're sick. They're on the couch. Maybe they're injured. And so when you are healthy, just be thankful that you can train at a full capacity. Stop moaning and groaning about doing a session because someone else in the world would love to do one. Just just make the most of being healthy. That's all I have to say. And when you aren't, make intelligent decisions, have discipline so that you can effectively deal with illness, and get back to training soon without sacrificing health. Thank you for listening to episode... What is this? Oh, it's fifty-seven of the Sunday Shakeout. <laughs> sorry, I kind of sound surprised there. I just looked at the top of my screen on my computer, and yeah, fifty-seven. That's kind of that's kind of big. I've never <clears throat> fifty-seven. That's a lot of episodes, but yeah. Thank you for tuning in today. Like, I, I'm I'm genuinely sorry that I couldn't create like a full episode, like a full big good episode for you guys today, but. I never want to miss a week. I think that consistency is really key. Even if I upload late tonight, I, I, th- I still think that getting in an episode is really key. Never miss a week, even if it's not the best quality. I think that it's still pretty good. I think that also having some of these raw episodes where I don't go into the fancy transitions, I don't like do any of these fancy me- background music stuff for like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that it's good to have a raw episode every once in a while. You know, getting real. Like, this is me. This is what it sounds like to record. Like, this is what it's like. So, thank you all for tuning in today. Uh, Again, I would hate not to record, so I thought today I'd just talk about being sick. Some tips. I did a little bit of research, a small amount. Um, But yeah, I hope you can take something away from this video. I think that being sick and running it really does suck, but I think if you did survey people, like, and and I might put this, like, um, in the, the, down below, but um, I might ask, like, would you rather be sick, or would you rather be injured as a runner, and I think a lot of people would choose sick, just because, you know, like, if you're injured, you can't run most of the time, but if you're sick, sick, you are, you can run, Um, so I think that sickness, while it isn't that bad, I think that It still is something that is worth talking about because I think that a lot of runners don't know how to treat sickness. They could have a virus for, you know, weeks on end when in reality, if they took care of their body for the first, like, one to two days, they could have just had it for, like, a handful of days instead of, like, two weeks. So, yeah, I think that that's pretty key, but thank you so much for listening to episode 57 of the Sunday ShakeOut. If you enjoy this episode... Please consider following or subscribing to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'd also greatly appreciate a review in Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever else you find your podcast. I hope you all really enjoy this episode again. I keep saying that, but you know, I got nothing else to say. So hope you all really enjoy your weekend. Hope y'all really enjoy your holiday break. I think that a week from today is Christmas Eve. So, you know, tune in. Maybe we'll have like a Christmas edition of the Sunday Shake You never know. You never know. It's always always looking for something, but yeah, being sick sucks. But you really have to just be patient with it. Like, it's one of those things where you kind of can't control like what you're like how like you can't control being sick or not. Like, you know, really, there are some things that you can do to prevent becoming sick. But once you're sick, you're sick. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. Like, you kind of you got to look at sickness with like a positive mindset. You can't be. You can't be thinking, oh, well, I'm sick. I can't do anything. You know, I'm stuck, stuck in my bed. I'm stuck in my house. Can't go running. And you got to look at it as a period of rest. Like, you kind of got to reframe your mindset. And that's going to really help immensely. So, you know, that's all I got. Peace out. This is the Sunday Shakeout.